Welcome to the Messy Life, Mighty Love podcast. I am Abby, your host, storyteller, fellow messy life journeyer, and friend. I come to you again from the home that I have built in this world and away from the home which I love and everywhere that is in between. You are listening to episode 41, How to Keep Showing Up. In this episode, I talk about my very real journey of showing up as I write my story, write my book. And I hope that you'll be encouraged as you listen in. As I shared with some writer friends, it feels like a marathon, this finishing of this book. I'm not sure how else to describe it. I've never run a full marathon. I've done multiple half marathons, but in a full marathon, I know those last few miles and I experienced that in a half marathon and any uh, time that you run or go on any kind of physical journey, swimming, biking, you experience that hardness that comes in the last few um, miles, the last stretch. And that's where I'm at with this book. And in the book, uh, I can tell you that I have shared a lot of my story very vulnerably, very deeply. And I have done the three things that I set out to do whenever I share a podcast or write a blog post or write a book. That is to deliver things authentically, vulnerably, and with an eye towards redemption. And I feel as though I've done that. However, it's easy to doubt myself. Um, I have some very sweet friends, some very truthful and encouraging friends who have entered my manuscript and have given feedback. And I do believe the words that have come together there are going to have an impact on others. I say that humbly because I know what it's meant to just keep showing up, keep giving of myself, not preaching or giving platitudes to others, but to show up in my vulnerable state and bring from my life um, something that is good, something that is true and right and praiseworthy and lovely. And this is my prayer. If it would even be a little bit of that, I would consider it a success. So how do we keep showing up? Well, we take it one breath, one moment at a time. And we ask ourselves, what am I going to regret 5, 10, 15, 20 years down the road? Will it be that I wasn't more superficial, that I wasn't more on the surface of things um, as I interacted with others? Or will it be that I didn't give enough of myself? I was in a place where I could have impacted another and I instead chose to close up and to keep my story close and to myself and not share it with others. And I say this very um, carefully because some places aren't safe to really share our most vulnerable selves, but many places are. And a lot of times we choose to pull inward to keep close uh, what is hard to share. 
And why do I keep talking about this vulnerability and sharing our very deepest selves, our true authentic selves? Because I believe that this is truly how we shine the light in the darkness and see that it cannot be overcome. Because when we give vulnerability, we also have a chance to display the glory and the beauty of redemption. We have the chance to make known the goodness and the faithfulness of God, how he has come and interacted with our story. Vulnerability is a gift because it means that we know how the ending goes. We know that we're going to be in God's arms forever. So we can share the hard thing. We can share what isn't happy and tied together. And we can point to what we know will one day be. And this is a lot of what's come out in my book as I've just taken the time to share my story and to walk with people, I hope, um, to places of redemption and places of, of hope places of uh, fullness, places of freedom, places of um, intimacy with God and others. And I hope that that's what I have done. Um, And I can't wait to be able to have a book in my hands to share with you that you can order or you can get. Um, But in the end, regardless of how this project turns out, I know what I need to keep doing, and that's showing up with my whole self, with my broken, with my weary, with my beautiful goodness that I should not hide from anyone, with my um, insecurities and my fears and my doubts, and with the great joy of knowing that I am one in whom the God of the universe Emmanuel, God with us, is with me and within me. I trust that you have enjoyed today's podcast. If you didn't know, it's unscripted. So if you heard good things, I will just give all the glory to God. And I hope that you consider these just couple minutes time well spent. For more from me, my journey with mental illness, my current series on vulnerability, and many other things about which I have written, visit my website, abigailalleman.com. That's Abigail, A-B-I-G-A-I-L, Alleman, A-L-L-E-M-A-N.com. There are a couple of free ebooks that are available through my website that you may find helpful for your journey. You can also find me on Instagram at abigail.alleman. I would like to leave you with a quote from Eugene Peterson. This is in the foreword to the book uh, Mansions of the Heart, which I can tell is going to be a great one, by R. Thomas Ashbrook. And I love this quote. Um, It talks about how we need to interact with God. It says, We cannot have God on our terms, domesticated to our requirements, reduced to our ideas of what we think God should be doing. Prayer is an immersion in the way God is present with us, whether we understand or like it or not. This, they are saying, And that's referring to St. Teresa of Avila and St. John of the Cross, which are highlighted in this book. So they are saying, 
This is what it's like to live a life of faith and love, to pray and to be detached from a life of self and become souls free for God and one another. Truly, when we learn the ways of drawing near to God, of listening to his heart, we are free to show up as ourselves, not only ourselves, but more, but the one who brings Emmanuel, who brings God with us into every interaction. So I love that quote. And I would love to catch you right here next time.